Welcome in to a wild card edition of Bronx Bombers Beat with me, Nate Shelton. I'm here with Andrew Watani from the Bronx Pinstripe Show, a special episode for you guys, talking about the wild card matchup between the Oakland A's and the New York Yankees. Going to break down that matchup and what we can expect. Wednesday evening between the two teams. Now, Andrew, glad to have you in. Absolutely. Thanks for having me, Nate. I think maybe I'll need to do most of the talking because your voice is a little scratchy. Yeah, I'm a little under the weather today, but I'm going to muscle through it and do the best I can. There you go. So, we know the last week or so the Yankees have been playing better baseball, and Aaron Boone has been kept throwing out. He's knocked down the starters for the wildcard game between Tanaka, Hap, and Severino. If you look to your crystal ball, excuse me, who do you think gets the start on Wednesday? Uh, It's like an impossible question at this point, and I feel like they're just withholding the information to annoy all of us fans because it's all we've been talking about for three, four weeks at this point since we've known the Yankees are going to be playing this wild card game, and you've known it's going to come down to those three guys. Um, Hap has been pitching the best since they acquired him. Tanaka has had a couple of rough starts, but he has been on the team a long time and he has the postseason experience. And Severino should be your ace. He's got the best stuff. He had the best first half. He rebounded after that poor performance last year in the wild card game. So it's a really hard decision because I think any of those three guys is a is a good option. So the so that's that almost makes it more difficult for Boone and Cashman. Because there's no wrong answer. Um, I'm not going to kill them for whoever they pick. If I had to guess at this point, I think it's going to be Hap. If I were Aaron Boone, I would have it be Severino. Yeah, and lots of talk between uh, Boone saving Hap for if. This is all tendency if they beat the A's, mm-hmm. have Hap ready for the Boston series is what I've been hearing. But at the same time, you want to have your best pitcher out there, and he, like you said, he's been pitching the best. It'll be interesting to see what he decides. Well, I mean, uh, the overall, Hap has been pitching better than Severino over the last two months, but I'm not so sure he's your best option for the A's because the A's are very right-handed heavy, so you're going to be throwing a left-hander against a, a right-handed heavy lineup, a lineup who hits a ton of home runs, and Hap has given up more home runs at home than he has on the road. He's given up, I believe, eight home runs at Yankee Stadium since he's been pitching with the Yankees. That's a lot. That's almost. I think it's about one per start. Severino's going to limit the home runs at Yankee Stadium a little bit better. He's more of a strikeout pitcher. Um, so I think, yes, overall, Hap has been pitching better than Severino, but I don't think he's your best option against the A's on Wednesday. That is very true, and... And Severino in his last start, he also had 17 swings and misses, which is right. huge for him with the last way the last couple months have been going. Um, if there is a bump and Severino does get the start like last year, who, how do you think um, Aaron Boone will roll with the bullpen? Well, that's another thing, right? It's even if they do whoever they start, everyone's saying, well, that guy's not going to go more than five innings. Um, I could even see them having that pitcher go four innings and then turning it over to the bullpen. I think it depends on the situation. So 
if it's like you find yourself in another doomsday scenario like last year where there's two runners on two men or have already scored and, and it's only the bottom of the first or it's only the top of the first inning Girardi went to Chad Green last year and he had the strikeout stuff but Chad Green has not uh, been striking out as many uh, batters this year as he did last year his stuff has not been as overpowering so maybe yeah. you go with somebody like Robertson who has more experience getting out of jams he has um, good breaking ball that he can get swings and misses on. What if it's a clean inning and you're saying, okay, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go to somebody in the fifth inning? I'd say it's probably going to be Chad Green or Jonathan Holder. Um, I certainly expect everyone to pitch in that bullpen. All, the, all of the big guns, I expect to see them. Yes, and uh, Boone announces they're moving Lynn to the bullpen as well. Do you think he will go with him over Sonny Gray? We do not Gray? see Lance Lynn Wednesday because that's – well, okay, it's one of two things. If we see Lance Lynn or Sonny Gray, if Sonny Gray even makes the roster, that means the Yankees are destroying them or getting destroyed. So so it's uh, – I, I don't see Lance Lynn getting into a key situation um, unless it's the 19th inning. That, that, that definitely is not what Yankee fans want to see. No. 19 innings and – they play immediately after that. Right. Uh, so he's uh, Aaron Boone has had Britain in the closing role the last couple of outings. Do you think he continues with that? Or and I know he's mentioned putting Chapman back in there once the postseason starts. Do you think he waits to see how the game goes Wednesday? That's a really good question. Um, so Britain struggled in his last outing over the weekend against Boston. He couldn't find the plate. Yes, and it was. That's also something we've seen with Chapman is he can't find the plate. So Britain had been really good for, for a, a stretch there where he was throwing strikes, he was getting ground balls. But I think that last outing maybe scared Boone away, and I could see them going back to Chapman. I think I mean, Chapman was really good in the postseason last year, and I think he just needed to get his rhythm back after, the, after he came back from the disabled list. So, mm -hmm. yeah, I, I could see it like – if you're if you're asking me who I think gets the the save situation on Wednesday, I would say Chapman. Okay, and you don't think his knee is going to be an issue? Uh, I mean, he apparently was as pitching, much as he, was, been... he was pitching with it for most of the season, right? Yeah. Um, yeah. And it finally came to a head, and they had to do something about it. I actually criticized them for waiting so long um, because what didn't we hear about this knee issue like back in June, and then they waited. yeah. It... Yeah, And then they waited until late August to put him on the disabled list. I thought that was a little weird. Um, so, no, I don't think – I think the knee is probably a pain tolerance issue. And mm -hmm. um, he'll get all his shots or whatever he needs to do, cortisone shots, ice it up. Uh, he'll have the adrenaline to pitch through it, I think. Now, we know the A's are going with fears. Um, well, we don't know they've that. Seen we don't know that. I thought they had announced that. Okay. No, nothing's been announced yet. We actually. Okay. Um, yeah. So I, um, on my podcast, we spoke to Jane Lee. She's the MLB.com reporter for Oakland. We spoke with her mm -hmm. on today's show. It came out this morning. Um, she said she, she's hearing it might be Liam Hendricks, which is a. An okay. Player. And you have, I can't remember if the Yankees have faced Hendricks before. Uh, or how that went. Do you have any information on that? Uh, off the top of my head, I don't know. Um, um, but I know Oakland trusts their bullpen a hell of a lot more than they trust um, their starters. And Fires does line up against, uh, as far as five days rest goes. Mm -hmm. So I could see mm -hmm. him 
pitching in the game, but they might not want him starting off the top of the order. Um, they might want to get him in, in a situation that's maybe a little bit better for him. Um, yeah, true. It's, uh, Stanton so, near the top of the order there. As we, I just I just looked up um, uh, Hendricks' numbers this season against the Yankees. He threw one scoreless inning. Okay, well, nothing to go on there. No, I don't think you so. can really good um, get a lot of uh, analytics out of that one scoreless inning. And with the game being in Yankee Stadium, uh, offensively the A's have been so much better on the road than at home, obviously. And their home running team, Oakland's a cavernous stadium. Do does that put a little bit of fear in the, maybe the fan base that it's going to be a tough match? Besides already being a tough game not as much fear as it would be if the Yankees had to fly to Oakland and play the wild card game um, that's so yeah. I, I would I mean the, the game's at home that's where the Yankees want it to be they're a much better home team they also score more runs at home um than they yes. do on the road and I think I was at that wild card game last year I was at a, I was at uh, an ALCS game that was the most electric I've ever heard Yankee Stadium. Now I wasn't there in the '90s. I was I was not at those games, so maybe it was louder back mm-hmm. in 1996. I'm sure it was, but as far as the new stadium goes, I don't think it's ever been louder than it was in the playoffs last year. And I think the energy is going to be there again. Um, I know I'm going yes. to the game on Wednesday, and I'm not going to have a voice on Thursday because I'm going to scream my ass <laughs> off the whole time. Yeah, I, as, as one that has seen both stadiums postseason. I can agree that was the loudest I've seen the new stadium since they've been in there. So I definitely am excited to see that atmosphere again. Reminded me of the glory days in the 90s. So looking forward to that. Were you at any of you, those 90s, 90s games? No. Unfortunately, I live on the West Coast. So okay. I had to live through it, the TV, vicariously. All right. <laughs> well, how old um, were you? Not, not to out your age or anything, but how old were you like in the late 90s? 90s i was 1920 in my early 20s see that's a perfect age though that's the perfect age to enjoy those teams Um, yes i I was fully aware of what was going on yeah i was i was eight years old when they won the world series in 96 so i kind of was watching it through my dad's eyes and and i was a little kid watching those 90s teams so i certainly wasn't attending them or enjoying them out at bars or whatever like you were (laughs) well and we 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 uh, saw the lineup is back in full force and the way they've been playing the last week or so, but the surprise in our looking at the way the season has gone, the series win in Tampa and the way they handled the Red Sox, who the fans say we're not really trying to win any games this weekend. Does that put a lot of optimism in the offense looking forward towards the postseason? Uh, I don't know about a lot, but certainly some. It's it's always good to be riding a little bit of a hot streak into the most important games of the season. Um, we saw all of the milestones get checked off, right? They got to 100 yes. wins. They got the home run record. They got the 20 homers out of all of the, the spots in the order. Stanton got to 100 RBIs, um, and Duhar got his doubles record. Judge hit a home run finally since returning. So a lot, of, a lot of just like monkeys off the back happened this weekend. And I think that's a good thing. I would have liked yes. to win on Sunday. I mean, it might sound stupid because it was a meaningless game, but it would have been nice to ride a winning streak into the playoffs um, instead of yeah. losing 10 to two on the last day of the season. But <laughs> I, I don't really think they're they're They care much about it. I think they uh, were just looking to get out of there with, with no injuries. Yes. 
do you, piggybacking off of that, do you think Sanchez's weekend is going to help him for this game Wednesday? It can't hurt. It can't get worse. <laughs> if I'm if I'm talking to Gary Sanchez, if I'm his mom or if I'm his his translator, I'm telling him, dude, it cannot get worse for you this season. So just go out there and try and perform in the playoffs, and everyone will forget what happened the entire season. Exactly. Maybe uh, somebody can schedule a dinner with A Rod for him again before the game Wednesday. Yeah. Get him back mentally. <laughs> I mean, it's definitely he's. He's seeing the ball. He's getting his walks. You know, he's not hammering the ball, you know, all, except for that home run against the Red Sox. But he seems to be commanding the zone a lot better than he has been all season. So The problem with well, Sanchez, hoping... though, I, I've just seen him. He, he falls behind in counts, and then he's, he's going to strike out on the curveball in the dirt. It, it's every mm-hmm. single time, and he cannot lay off of it. So if the, if the count is in his favor and he's in the driver's seat, he's still very dangerous. But once the pitcher gets up one two on him, he just throws him sliders until Sanchez swings, and he does. He swings every time. Yeah. So, well, as do you think? Um, looking ahead, you know, we got to beat the A's. Do try not to get ahead of ourselves too much, but the matchup with Boston is that winnable? I mean, they were so dead <laughs> evenly matched it's, all um, season. It's winnable. I wouldn't say the Yankees are favorites by any means because no. a couple reasons. First of all, um, well, actually here, Chris Sale and how Chris Sale's pitching decides that series. If Chris Sale pitches like Chris Sale's capable of pitching, I don't think the Yankees can beat the Red Sox. But if Sale's a little shaky, then it's more of a bullpen game in, in when he pitches, then I think the Yankees can beat the Red Sox. The thing, though, is every single game the Yankees have played at Fenway Park this year, hasn't it seemed like it's been a nail-biter even when it shouldn't be? Like the game yeah, on, like the game on Saturday was a big lead, and then they had to uh, sort of just get by on the, on the skin of their teeth in the ninth inning. So yes. three games out of the five at Fenway, that's scary. The Red Sox <laughs> are never out of the game at Fenway Park. So Now there's – you got to take care of numerous at home, and then you got to win one of those at Fenway. It's going to be tough. All right. We said that last year, and they took care of business in Cleveland, That's which true. we thought they, they had no business in. So. I didn't give them a shot in hell last year against the Indians. They broke the clue by and rode the waves. So. Yeah. I don't want to get ahead of ourselves well, either, though. I know it's easy to get ahead of ourselves. Um, but I think if you do start Severino and they win the game on Wednesday, then you have the blueprint for – the Red Sox series, you have Hap in game one, which means he can mm-hmm. go game five, and he pitches uh, very well against the Red Sox, and he also um, uh, you get Tanaka in game two, and Tanaka's better, mm-hmm. Tanaka's better on the road than he is at home, and then you get Severino back for game three, and he's better at home than he is on the road. So that's, yes. the, that's the blueprint for beating the Red Sox. And then game four, I don't know what you do. You, 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 you bullpen it. I think you got a bullpen I was, in game four. I was just going to ask you, do you think Sabathia stays on the roster or not? If he, I think he will. I think he will get the start, quote. But I do not see him going through the order a second time. Yeah, it's very – I mean, how many times did he make it through the fifth inning this year? I can't count – I don't even know if there was many on one hand that I can count of right. he, going he, through 
five innings alone. Once once the hitters start to see him for a second time, he is not the same pitcher. So I could see them starting him because they might be a little nervous about using him out of the bullpen. He's never done that. So if you mm-hmm. start him and have him go three innings, okay. Then you can get six innings out of your bullpen, I think. Yeah, yeah, very doable with, with the way their bullpen set up. Do you think uh, Brett Gardner has much of a role in the postseason? Yeah, he's going to be playing defense in the late innings, and he's going to be pinch running. <laughs> um, <laughs> because here's, here's the decision. Do you play him or McCutcheon? That's a tough one. I mean, the way McCutcheon has been playing uh, defensively like night and day between the two in the field, we've seen McCutcheon make a couple mistakes out there. One wasn't his fault. Which is why I think Gardner will get the defensive replacement uh, with McCutcheon there. But as a Yankee, I'm looking it up right now, McCutcheon's on base percentage is 421. He's he's walked a ton. He sees a lot of pitches. Mm -hmm. Um, Certainly against lefties, it's going to be McCutcheon. And the Red Sox, uh, hopefully they get to that series, have two left-handed starting pitchers with Price and Sale. Um, mm-hmm. Maybe you start Gardner against a right-hander if, I don't know, if you want to. <laughs> like, But I think it's McCutcheon. I think McCutcheon's going to get the start in the wild-card game. Um, and, I, and I don't see them sitting Hicks or Judge or Stanton. So that means, yeah. that means Gardner's the odd man out. And I love Gardner, um, but I think we may have seen the – I think this might be the last year for Brett Gardner in the Yankees uh, uniform. Yes, unfortunately, I think uh, Father Time is catching up to him. Mm-hmm. Do you uh, do you think the Yankees have any reserve reservations putting Andar in the field? <laughs> uh, <laughs> they've been using him. They've been using a defensive replacement for him too. Because, I mean, as good as he is offensively, he's that bad defensively. Yes. And uh, I mean, he can't take his bat out of the lineup because he's a dangerous hitter. Um, yeah. And he's set the doubles record and extra base hits record. And he's got one of their best. He's got one of the best batting averages with runners in scoring position on the team. But if the game's close in the seventh inning, do you really want him fielding a ball trying to turn a double play? Because he can't do it. It's, no, he's got to he, learn how to do it this offseason. Too many double clutches over the weekend. Missed double double play opportunities all season. So, yeah, just I mean, like you said, he's a great hitter, and he's a serviceable third baseman. I don't do you see him maybe taking a DH role next year? No, because they have a very expensive DH on the roster for the next ten years with Stan. I think Andujar <laughs> is going to have to learn how to play third base. It's it's he's just going to have to. He doesn't have to be a gold lover. He doesn't need to be Matt Chapman, who we're going to see for Oakland, who's an amazing mm-hmm. third baseman. He just needs to be average. Just just be average at third base and they can live with it. Hey, and Didi's health. How is he looking with the heel? I know he played this weekend. Hey, Didi? Is there any word on... Yeah. Yeah, I mean, is he, he, good he to says go? he's good. He says he's good to go. I think the Yankees dodged a bullet. Like, uh, last week when the when the news came out, it was it was code uh, whatever defcon 5 or defcon 1 the <laughs> highest scale is i never know what the right scale is because we thought dd was done for the season um mm-hmm. and hand injury and and that would have sucked because dd was one of their leaders last october mm-hmm. yeah so 
Uh, it's definitely a huge bullet they dodged. I think they learned something about the Aaron Judge situation on expectations for the fans. That's a good point. Uh, yeah, they they overshot it with Judge, and then they, they uh, certainly under they um, played it conservative with Didi. Well, Andrew, I appreciate your time on the shows this evening. Uh, who's, what's your prediction for Wednesday? Um, what do you want to score? <laughs> well, maybe not a score, but who do you think comes out on top? I think the Yankees are going to win, and I think it's going to be uh, – it, it, I think there's going to be a little bit of offense. I think there's going to be a few home runs hit. I think that um, because both teams – are home run hitters and they score more runs on the uh, or the Yankees score more runs in Yankee Stadium. The A's score more runs uh, on the road. I think we're going to see some offense. So I think it's going to be an exciting game. I, I think it's going to be close because the A's bullpen is really good and they can hit mm-hmm. home runs and um, that's a da- that makes them dangerous. All right, I hope you're right on that one. I look for a lot of offense as well. Um, you want to go ahead and plug your information here sure as we wrap it up yeah so uh we've been uh, i have a podcast called the bronx pinstripe show i do it with my co-host scott reinan we've been doing it since the 2015 season we do uh during the season we do episodes uh twice a week uh, mondays and thursdays and then for the playoff run we're going to be doing episodes uh virtually every day so uh check us out bronx pinstripes and um andrew rotondi if you uh, Andrew underscore Rotondi on Twitter, that, that's my, my handle. You can find me there. I certainly appreciate you having me on. Since the recording of this episode, Severino and Liam Hendricks have been named starters for Wednesday's game. First pitch scheduled 5.08 p.m.